Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Good evening, and thank you for joining me on the Abe Watson Show. I'm your host, Abe Watson. Uh, this is the Millennial Basis. Uh, again, uh, we're here on another evening. As your host, commend, uh, I'm committing myself to shining the spotlight on issues such as education, economics, uh, public safety, property rights, and overall quality of life. Millennial Inc., uh, who's in partner on bringing this uh, broadcast to you, is a membership organization based in Georgia uh, who highlights and acts on the social, economic, and political uh, issues locally, statewide, and on the nation level. Uh, as we get things started this evening, coming on this uh, another broadcast, you're able to go on our website, abwatson.com. That way you can see the uh, archive uh, shows as well as blogs, photos, and uh, other interactive items on the website. So uh, what are we aiming to do this evening? Well, it's to highlight particular issues that we're dealing with at the same time bringing solutions to those issues. When uh, when I first decided to put a show together, the reason being is because there's, there's one, there's not a, there's not a lot of people our age uh, with our faces who are representing our thoughts and our issues, That who's creating a platform or that line of communication between um, the millennials who are 18 to 35, uh, again, some younger, some older who may resonate with the message. But at the same time, uh, again, the mainstream media, uh, not gonna, they're not going to cover a lot of the issues that, that's important to us, and if they do it, it will more than likely be portrayed one-sided, pitting uh, one one party against another. And at this present time in the world, what we mostly need is uh, unification. Uh, again, doesn't matter what your political background, your religious background, uh, your income, your education level. Uh, born here on the soil of North America, uh, we are all Americans. Uh, we are. Uh, under attack of the American principles and values that I know that, um, believe it or not, I mean, those were American values that were instilled in us. Uh, no matter pretty much what background you come from or what culture you come from, there's a there's a thin line when it comes, or uh, uh, not a thin line when it comes to American values, uh, again, which are uh, under attack every day. So how are we going to address some of these issues? How are we going to address some of the education issues? How are we going to address some of the economic issues, uh, public safety issues, uh, your liberties and your uh, personal rights as well as your property rights? And I know some of us, um, 
a lot of us we don't we don't know a lot of the our property rights because a lot of us we don't think we own a lot of property, and um, that's some other things that we're going to cover also because being being a millennial we're part of the uh, you know fifty one percent that's unemployed fifty one percent that's under thirty thousand dollars a year on annual income, and there has to be. Uh, some type of resolve that we can bring. And since the generation before or the people who are put in place to lead us are not offering those solutions to us, I, I feel that, that we should all come together and develop solutions in order for us to move forward. Um, again, you can go on to abewatson.com uh, if you have any questions or you want to um, be notified of any future calls, scheduled or live calls, as well as our Spreecast on Spreecast.com. You can email us at info at abwatson.com. Uh, on Spreecast.com, you're able to look us up. It's the Abe Watson Show, Millennial Basis. Uh, you can also see some of the previous uh, Spreecast and upcoming Spreecast. You can RSVP um, for those broadcasts. So again, how are we going to address some of these educational, economic, and political and uh, political issues? Well, um, the same way you you eat an elephant, one bite at a time. So, although there are, there are several different issues that uh, needs to be addressed, you have to take one particular issue at a time, um, and inform each other on why this issue is important, who this issue is affecting. Once you become informed, you organize, and you organize a solution, and you organize a plan on how to implement your plan to to create solution, um, and, and again, to have a positive re, uh, result in the end. It's, uh, <clears throat> it's, pres- it's a presidential election year this year, uh, 2016 coming up. Uh, 2015, if you're since we broadcast here in the Atlanta metro area of Georgia, um, various municipalities have had um, um, local elections. So uh, be sure to first get involved with your local government, find out who your local representatives are, um, and I'll go and I'll tell you a little story about that soon. But uh, you, to first get involved with your government, that's the main, uh, well, that's one way that I see us, you know, moving forward as a generation. We're not involved with our local government. Uh, yeah, law enforcement is the part of government that we come in contact most with on the street or on a day-to-day basis, but, but you can go out your way to find out who your local representative is and do a little bit of research about uh, that individual, uh, what they're all about. Uh, what they've been doing in your community and in the area that you represent. And if you were like me uh, back in 2013 and you lived in a particular neighborhood and you looked around and you saw, uh, you know, um, a not-so-pleasant environment, however, uh, you know, just across the road or down the road, it was, you know, a multimillion-dollar shopping complex but just on the other side of the bridge, it looks like you're in a completely different area. Uh, you you want to start doing research on your local representatives and your local leadership because those are the ones that uh, I will encourage you to start addressing 
some of your uh, uh, community and uh, community issues, whether it be economicals, uh, dealing with the businesses that's in your community, your schools. Uh, we first got to start to tap into the local uh, community. So find out who your local representative is and do a little research on what they've been doing uh, on your behalf. Uh, just to go uh, again, uh, 2013, Moved into a neighborhood in, um, they would say, Southwest Atlanta or South Atlanta. Um, and from beginning to live in that neighborhood, I started to, to see certain things around me that, you know, just didn't sit well with me, didn't, uh, you know, I felt that things could be done a whole lot better. And, again, right down the road, there was a major shopping complex that was completely different than the, the side of, uh, you know, this major um, this major road, you know, where I live. And I started doing some research on the local representative because, I, I you know, my father always taught me if you had a, a issue and a problem, you first have to, find out what the problem is, and then find out the proper individual to address the problem with. So uh, I looked at my local representative, and I did some, uh, did some research on him. I just went to my county my, or my city website, uh, went to uh, leadership or councilman, and found out, you know, based on my address, who was the local representative of, uh, of that area. And in doing so, I began, you know, reading, you know, the bi- the biography of the individual and uh, the things they've accomplished and the educational background and things of that sort. And, and I'm not leading down the road of you have to be educated and accomplish a whole lot of things in order to run for office because that you'll see in a moment. Um, so I, again, I started doing research on my local leadership, and I found out who the individual was that I could address my grievances to. And uh, upon doing so, found out that the, uh, or came to discover that the individual had been in office since uh, 2004. And again, this is 2013. No, no, he had a, he had been in office for basically multiple terms uh, prior to me finding out, you know, prior to me moving into this uh, into this district, into this ward, and. When I looked at the election results to find out, you know, who the other options were, who, you know, who opposed this gentleman during these times that he ran for office, I came to find out that um, the gentleman had been unopposed. And that means no one ran against him ever since he took office back in, like, 2004, 2005. Uh, it could have been 2007, you know. I get my dates mixed up. However, point being is the gentleman had been in office multiple years without having one single person qualify for the election to even give one ounce of choice. So I began to do more research, and I had to, you know, go into your voter registration and find out, you know, how many uh, individuals participated in these elections and things of that sort. There were less than 3,000 Individuals. Now, this is a city with a population of about uh, thirty to forty thousand individuals, if not more, by this time. But you know, for uh, the way that the wars were 
drawn up or whatnot. And this particular award, there were only 3,000 individuals who participated in, uh, on average, who participated in elections coming up uh, with no choice, with no other choice of who to run for. So, of course, I got with a group of uh, other community leaders in the area uh, to learn more about some uh, internal, you know, more in-depth issues of what was going on and start to develop a plan. And and threw my hat in the ring to to run for for city council. Now, I know a lot of the people say, well, you know, these are people who don't think about us and don't like us and you know don't really care about us. Why why would you why why do I want to run or why do I want to go and join these people? Well, it's very important because if, if they have these things called city council meetings, where they make decisions on uh, whether it be uh, municipal laws, uh, budgets, grants, um, and other type of items, you know. Uh, depending on what city you live in and, you, and the structure of, your, of the uh, leadership, you know they 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 made some pretty heavy decisions, and a lot of us were not even being included, let alone attending those meetings that uh, you know they post on they post on their calendars and on their website. But do we do our diligence to find out one who our leaders are, two what they are doing? as far as activity in our neighborhoods because it's like, you know, we get them in the office and then all of a sudden you don't see them anymore. They're not out, you know, uh, fun, they're, they're not out, you know, giving community outreach and things of that sort. But, you know, I, we can understand the busy schedule. But, you know, most people know uh, politicians, they get they, they get in the office and then you don't hear from them anymore. Okay, so are we getting involved? Are we finding out who our leaders are? And are we engaging them by going to these meetings? Now, I'll tell you something else about these these um, monthly meetings that they have, and that's and it's not just on the local level; it's on the state level as well as on the federal level. That's one thing about participating in government or changing anything that has to do with your neighborhoods and your communities is, is there are a lot of meetings. The difference is is that the there are truth and strength in numbers. And the more people who show up to these meetings and the more people who are involved in their community, these jokers, they act a, a completely different way when there, are a, when there are different faces in the room that were at that meeting the previous month. Believe me, I've gone to a few city council meetings where uh, you know, my wife and I, we go into a meeting or we go into a city council meeting or whatever other type of meeting. And, yeah, there are other people in the meeting and things of that sort, but because there are new faces in the meeting, you can tell that, that this is not the normal um, way of doing business. If you go to some of the city council meetings around Atlanta metro area and uh, uh, maybe in your area or whatnot, uh, they have a meeting, and, and a meeting that should last anywhere from, you know, uh, an hour to, to an hour and a half, you know, 60 minutes to 90 minutes. Sometimes these meetings you get through is in as little as 15 to 30 minutes. And these are people who earn a, a salary or income from the taxes, the city taxes that you pay 
in order to elect them to govern you. But are your streets paved? Are are there street lights on in your neighborhood? Okay, are the schools performing in your neighborhood? Because these taxes that they're collecting from us from being residents in those city limits are supposed to go to these items. You know, is your energy bill? Uh, are you do you save money in your energy bill? But again, not getting too far away from the point is becoming engaged and becoming involved on starting on the local level. That's one of the first things that 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 us that the millennials we have to do. We have to start showing our faces in these meetings because the more and more that we go to them, and the more of us that there are in these meetings. They are going to, after the meeting is over, they're going to ask us, what brings you here this evening? You know, they're going to, they're going to want to know why we're there. They want to, they want to go, they want to, they're going to want us all of a sudden want to pick our brains and invite you to their next gathering and things of that sort. But that's where you have to start on the local level. Do you know who your local leaders are? Once you begin to learn who your, you know, who your city councilman or your city alderman and who your mayor is, and these folks, these 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 politics, they're not larger than us. They are not bigger than us. They are not anything other than a regular other human being. So the same way you can call their office, you can look them up on your web on their website, pull up the information, call the office. A lot of them have assistants. Assistant with what? I don't know. There's a lot of paperwork that has to be handled, I guess. But Call them and set up meeting and say that you want to you want to discuss some items that's of concern with you. If you notice some things that's happening in your neighborhood, then and and uh, it's not a that's another thing with our generation. It's not about snitching, but sometimes you have to protect your family and your community by being aware and about being involved. And you first have to be aware and involved on who your leaders are. So that's the first part: going uh, getting involved on a local level. Now, when it comes to the state level, it's not necessarily that it gets a little more tricky. Uh, your city and your county more so meets on a monthly basis, but your state level, your state level, they have what's called a, a session when they're in session, and there's a specific amount of time every year that they're elected, that they are in session, and their main job and their main duty is to divide themselves up among these committees and different laws that different congressmen or senators have proposed. Um, these uh, bills, whether it's a House bill or a Senate bill, are sent to these committees and 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 they you know they look at it they analyze it amend to it delete from it modify it negotiate and these are bills at the end of it going through a committee is going to it goes to the governor in order for him to sign it and when he signs it it goes into law now that should be rather important to us that entire process of a bill and how it goes through both chambers of your state legislature and makes it in front of the governor, who is the 
executive officer of that state, and he signs it into law, this process should be very important to us, but to be quite frank, there's a lot of us, we don't even know that that's the process. So now the good news is is that before the bill even goes through the committee and it goes through to the governor to be signed, you have to have committee hearings, which means that there, there has to be an opportunity for people, for the pros and the cons to be to be publicly publicly uh, a, expressed in a hearing. And guess what, folks? Just like those city council meetings and those uh, county commission meetings, you have to attend. We we have to start attending these uh, house and senate meetings. Okay, there was a major bill out. I got information in front of me, um, but it's again, it's more so for individuals that's, that that were in South Fulton, Georgia, um, which allowed for a particular county to take all of the unincorporated land that hasn't been municipalized or that, that, that hasn't been put into a city limit and to create a tax base that's, that would sustain a city carved out of the remaining unincorporated portion of uh, this particular county. Well, why? What's the what's the issue with that? Why is that important? Well, two things. Because this particular area was unincorporated, any type of economic development, meaning businesses, hotels, um, housing, things of that sort. Any type of development that goes on in that particular part of the county gets decided not by the people who live in the unincorporated portion of that county, but by the county commission. Okay? What makes matters worse is that no one on the county that sits on the county commission lives where these decisions are being made. So do you really do you did you not know that some of you are living in areas where people are making decisions for you and they don't live in your neighborhood. They don't live in your community. They don't drive down the same roads, shop at the same stores, or eat at the same restaurants as you. But they are making all of the decisions for you. In a, in, a, in, a, in a different location, you know, at city hall, you know, county hall, you know, justice center, you know, whatever titles they have for them, and they're making decisions for you and they don't even live in your neighborhood. Okay, so the bill that was proposed uh, before it could be signed in law, because there were certain lawmakers who were stepping up and um, and and saying, you know, let the people vote. Let the people have a vote, meaning... Let it. Let us at least pass the pass the bill with the condition of it being a referendum on this upcoming election, that the people can vote on whether or not uh, we would have a city or not. So you had some sides getting riled up, saying, "Oh, that means we're going to have a city." So you got other parts of the county who said, "Well, if y'all, if this city is going to be created, then we're going to create our own city." So. When it came to giving a certain 
section of people of a, a, a larger voice and a bigger say so in what goes on in their community by allowing them to become a city and they get held and it's held up in a in the Senate committee because it or it can't even get passed out because a committee the committee decides to table it. When you have two elected officials of the same party, one for it and one against it because they're serving two different interests, making decisions on your community, on what restaurants come to your uh, area, how your roads are improved, how your schools are improved, and these these individuals do not even live in your communities and in your neighborhood. So we have to start going to these meetings. We have to start showing to these hearings and start voicing why we are for or against or just simply ask them to explain to us better or more in depth on what decision they are making in our neighborhoods and our communities. Okay, just to recap, get involved in five generation in order for us to move forward to take more control over the things that are going on around us that we feel are in control first. Get involved on the local level. Find out who your local leadership is. That's on a city and county level as well as on the state level. It's not hard. You can use your, your, your use your smartphone, your computer, or the this this thing they they call a phone book. It's the first couple of pages in the phone book. All your government numbers. Okay. Because, again, on the show, we're here to educate you, educate you about the things that are going on to, and not just to sit here and talk about the problems, but to give you solutions to the problems. Because the media, the mainstream media, they are going to just, they add fuel to the fire. They add fuel to the flame. They don't care who they're reporting on and who the story's about. But here, um, we're not biased Um Yes, we'll talk about particular uh, uh, news items and uh, world events, uh, yes, and how it pertains to us. But the media doesn't run a story about a baby getting kidnapped in a car at a racetrack and the baby's left on the side of the road and, you know, the car was recovered later, they don't come back around and suggest ideas in order for us to not have that problem again. No, what they're waiting on is is for the next thing either similar or worse to happen for them to report. That's what the mainstream media is going to report. But again, um, that's why we're using this outlet as well as other platforms to reach listeners who are going to hear a different side of uh, of the issues, and not just hearing the issues, but you know, having bring you know, bringing some type of a solution, whether it be from my brain or the collective brains of uh, the listeners and callers, um, you know, of this network. Again, it's the Abe Watson Show, Millennial Basis. You can go to abewatson.com dot uh, com to take a, a look at all of the contact information. Uh, if you have any questions about future calls or email or uh, spreecast, the 
video platforms. You know, you can send an email to info at abwatson.com. Uh, you know, we just want to send a message. Again, anytime there's issues that there's with the, the education, economics, uh, you know, the, the property rights or, or the liberty of millennials, then the A Watch is going to try to bring you uh, its perspective and its perspective of its callers and listeners. Um, brought to you in part by Millennial Inc., who's a membership organization based here in Georgia. And uh, their main goal is to act on the social, economic, and political affairs locally, statewide, and nationally. So we partnered up with them. And uh, you can just say this is the. Uh, after-hours outlet. Um, a, a lot of millennials who do try to live the American dream, who try to work that nine to six, who has children, probably just put them to bed, you know, uh, an hour and a half ago, and who's, you know, trying to wind down and get ready for the uh, next work day, uh, Friday, which has always been our favorite day of the week, not just for work, but you know, dating all the way back through school, but that's another story. Um, but that's probably what we're going to conclude for this evening on this call. Getting um, where to begin to get involved. Where do we start to get involved? Because my dad always told me, you know, the more you know, uh, the more you're held accountable for because you can't say that you don't know anymore. So you first, uh, if no one else told you, Abe told you here, find out who your local leaders are, your city councilmen, your city aldermen, your uh, your mayors. If you have, a, you may have aldermen. I know in the town I grew up, you know, we had city council and we had aldermen, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, tell me. But um, that's what we have to begin doing. Uh, you know, you can use your smartphones, your web, or your internet to stay in, in touch. Visit our website again, abwatson.show, I mean, abwatson.com. Uh, it's the abwatson show, millennial basis. To send uh, questions, comments, or to get added to future spreecasts and uh, community call, uh, you can send your email info at abwatson.com. All right? Well, it's been real. Again, it's Abe Watson. Thanks for joining me with the Abe Watson Show, and we'll see you again tomorrow night. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.